When it comes to nutrition, things can be pretty complicated. We can easily get overwhelmed at, at the amount of things in a grocery store or restaurants or fast food places or the amount of diets that are out there and why or why we should not be following those. So what if I told you that there's a foundational way to make our nutrition and diet simple? Not only can we make it simple, but we could also make it sustainable. In this episode, I'm going to share a little bit more about how we can make our nutrition both simple and sustainable by creating a foundational principle as well as adopting one for sustainability. Welcome back to Broken Rhythms, a podcast where we talk about how we can become the best versions of ourselves by viewing our health in a more holistic way. My hope is that each episode and conversation brings light to this belief and ultimately helps us live a truly healthy lifestyle amidst our broken rhythms. Thank you so much for listening today. We've got something great lined up, so let's go ahead and jump in. We are going to be talking about nutrition, talking about something that everybody deals with every single day. From sunup to sundown, we are involved in our food, our nutrition, our diet, whatever that may look like. And there are so many ways that I could go with this episode, but today we are going to focus on creating this simple and sustainable understanding of nutrition, creating a simple and sustainable foundation as we walk through today's episode. And eventually we will go through the the intricacies and, and the more you know, kind of niche conversations inside of nutrition. And I want to use a little acronym that a lot of people use for various different things. It's called the KISS acronym, K-I-S-S. We're going to call it Keep It Simple and Sustainable. You may have heard Keep It Simple Stupid. We're, We're shifting this narrative a little bit right here for nutrition's sake. And we're just going to talk through it, keeping it, both of those things. So before we step into this, I want to share... As many of you already know, but for the listeners that don't know me as well, I want to you know kind of reiterate and share that I am not an expert in this topic, in this conversation. I have no certifications or degrees. However, my wife does have a nutritional sciences degree, so she is more certified in this and honestly where I've gotten a lot of knowledge and understanding from, as well as researching online, listening to podcasts, watching documentaries about this, reading articles. I, I'm very very kind of consumed or was consumed at one point in understanding this and how it affects the body. And we're going to go into that a little bit more. So everything in this episode that I'm sharing is regurgitated in a way that I have taken pieces from everything and I want to put this in a very base foundational way in episode. So this is what we're going to be talking about. And throughout the episode, I will likely use the words food, diet, and nutrition interchangeably. And so I want that to be something that you are mindful of and know that if I say food, diet, nutrition, they're they're interchangeable throughout. All righty, let's dive in. So the first thing that we are going to be talking about is making it simple. This is not something that is necessarily the first adjective maybe that comes to mind when it we start to to think about and talk about our nutrition and we don't typically associate it with it. So, you know, we can obviously think of a grocery store. We can think about how much stuff, how much food is in a grocery store from the 13, 14, 
20, however many plus aisles that there are, to all of the foods on the peripherals. There are so many different things going on at a grocery store. Complex. There's an expansive list of diets, and in those lists, there are reasons why those are the best diets to follow. There is vitamins, there are supplements, the list goes on. And it can be so confusing, and it has been for me for a long time, and my hope is that we can make this simple, right? So let's dive into it on this concept of simplicity I want to share a phrase that I'm taking from a man by the name of Ben Bergeron. He is uh, quite the coach in the CrossFit community as well as uh, the fitness, health, and wellness community. And he is centered around this idea of chasing excellence, has a great podcast called Chasing Excellence. So check it out. But I'm stealing this phrase from him because I think it's, it's pure gold. And this phrase is eat real foods, not too much mostly plants. That's it. That's the simplicity. We're eat real foods, not too much, mostly plants. So obviously we'll, we'll break this down and, and really dig into what this looks like, what this is. And we're going to start obviously with eat real foods. So when I say real foods, I mean whole foods, unprocessed foods. I want you to think of the outer edges and peripheral of a grocery store if you just made a big circle on the outer edges these are foods you're going to see you're going to see you know fresh and lean meats you're going to see fresh vegetables fresh fruits and these are the type of nutrients and specific foods that i am alluding to these different things could be asparagus brussels sprouts carrots rice, you could see lettuce, peppers, potatoes, sweet potatoes, you know, for proteins, you're going to see chicken, turkey, beef, salmon, tilapia, ham, etc. Fats are going to be, you know, your your nuts and seeds, you're going to see guacamoles, you're going to see, you know, maybe oils or butters or, or just just different things that you'll see across that peripheral. Here's the reason we're focused on these real foods. These, these guys and gals are loaded with nutrients. Our body needs nutrients to function daily. It's not, it's not a uh, complicated design. Our bodies need energy and need nutrients from food to be able to operate daily. That's why we eat, that's why we desire to eat, and we need to give our foods, the, or excuse me, we need to give our bodies the best foods and these whole foods, these real foods, are loaded with nutrients, vitamins, minerals, etc., that our body is designed to have. The second point on these real foods is they're low in sugar. Now, high sugar intake has been associated with obesity, diabetes, and heart disease, and several other other things. But these lower, uh, these foods are lower in sugar, and we can kind of remove the potential or the draw towards those uh, health concerns or issues by lowering the sugar through, again, eating real foods. Last point on the real foods I'll make is that they are high in fiber, antioxidants, great for skin, gut health, and then obviously lower the risk of disease. So obviously there are several different points and benefits of real food. Next, again, we said eat real food, not too much. 
Well, this is something that, shoot, we could talk about forever. Uh, I know, I know, I definitely could. I love to eat. I really do love to eat. And I grew up eating a ton of food. I remember going to our local Mexican restaurant in Dublin called Papi Locos, and I would get two full meals. After eating queso, chips, and salsa, I would get a chimichanga dinner with grilled chicken, and then I would get three shredded chicken tacos loaded, and I would eat it all. I would just put it away. And this idea of, of overindulgence carried over for me significantly into college where on meal plan, I, I would just eat and eat. You know, I've already paid for it, so I got in there, and you, much like a grocery store, just have it all, except the difference of the, the grocery store to the, the dining hall is it's hot and ready. And so I was all gung-ho about that, and this idea of overindulging and, and just kind of mindlessly doing so is a struggle for many of us, and it's something that I've had to kind of sit down and look at and understand that our body is designed to need certain portions of foods. You know, you hear the term macronutrients thrown around. Macronutrients are simply just buckets, uh, categories of nutrients that are the largest form of nutrient that our body needs. That is proteins, carbohydrates, fats. And when we understand the portions of these nutrients that our body needs, we also learn and understand that too much of this thing now turns the dial the opposite way. Rather than being a benefit and helping us not only be, be healthier in what our body needs, but also switching and turning the dial on maybe weight loss or seeing body composition change, we're, we're doing the opposite by overindulging. So maintaining this proper portion control is going to be a big aspect to our diet not only to give our body the proper nutrients, but also to move you in, move the needle in the direction you're trying to go, whether that's weight loss, weight gain, whatever that may be. And it's a struggle that all of us have. So I want to give some common tips and suggestions around this discussion that I have found uh, through research and, and through kind of my intake of information regarding portion sizes and the first is for proteins proteins it is suggested that you get a palm sized portion just taking a look at your palm that's about the amount of protein that you would need per meal each meal second is for the starches and fruits so starches slash fruits and again that's going to be another palm size portion for fats they look at suggesting a thumb size portion and then they leave the rest of the plate wide open for vegetables. So imagine you're putting all this on a plate. You're putting palm size of protein, palm size of starch slash fruit, thumb size of fat, and then load the rest up with vegetables. And this is kind of been shared in how I understood it when I was reading it, is that across three meals in doing that, you're going to get a large bulk and percentage of the nutrients that you need from these different food groups. And obviously, like many things, nutrition and how much food you should or should not be intaking is very situational to a person. But we're not talking about situational nutrition. We're talking about foundational, what everyone can do. And so we're, that leads us into the last point of creating this simplicity 
surrounding nutrition is mostly plants. Now, when I say this, I'm not telling you to become a vegetarian. I'm not telling you to become a vegan. And if you are one of those two things, great. Kudos to you. I love animal meat and products, and I believe that we are designed to need and eat those things because we've seen that across the span of of human existence, and we've seen the benefits when consumed in the correct amounts, portions again, for our bodies, the nutrients that they give our bodies. So simply just picking up where we left off on the, the last piece of your plate being vegetables, and I want to share the main health benefits that are associated with eating a good amount of vegetables in one's diet. First is it strengthens the immune system. This is probably something that you have heard. Through eating vegetables, we get certain vitamins, minerals, we get antioxidants, and we also get what are called phytonutrients. And these are nutrients that feed our cells, the cells of our bodies that allow them to stay healthy and then truly be able to fight off any any infection. So this is where you see that kind of strengthening of the immune system come into play. The second piece of why we should be eating a lot of vegetables is that it really helps us maintain healthy weight. Now this could be a little confusing, so to share a little deeper here, it, it is a significant source of fiber. Vegetables have a significant amount of fiber. And what fiber does is it keeps us fuller for a longer period of time you know, which can, can easily kind of curve the, the cravings and prevent the cravings that you may have. And which also, um, by eating a lot more of these healthy, or by eating these vegetables, excuse me, and the benefits of maintaining the healthy weights is by not overindulging in other foods, not overeating in certain food groups, you're going to remove a lot of the excess fat nutrients that we see in proteins. The third thing along the lines of eating mostly plants is it improves our heart health and lowers our blood pressure. So overeating meats, specifically we're talking about proteins, overeating those is not necessarily great for us because more times than not, these proteins are higher in fats. And again, fats are not a bad nutrient that's they're one of the macronutrients right healthy fats are not a bad thing but when overindulged it does have significant impacts to the way the body reacts to that so when we uh, don't overeat the the proteins and instead we're subbing and those vegetables again we're putting the rest of our plate filled with mostly plants after we get those portions then we're going to be uh, contributing to lowering our blood pressure. And by doing this, we are going to curb any you know kind of potential issues that could arise when it comes to heart disease or stroke or type 2 diabetes and all these things that are associated with high blood pressure. And in doing some research, I actually found it super interesting that... Uh, you know, articles and information put out there, stuff that scientists have also put out there that have found that by adding in more plants to your diet and nutrition, it can have much more significance here under this realm of improving heart health and and blood pressure than exercise and weight loss can. 
and I was pretty drawn uh, drawn back from that. I was like, "There's no way." And so, kind of fact check it. It's definitely definitely validated across the board of this belief and the value in eating more plants. So that's the simplicity, right? Eat real foods, not too much, mostly plants. And I know you may be hearing this and thinking, "Okay, sounds good, Trevor," but I, I this is great, but I, I mean, I love buffalo chicken dip. I, I like my pizza, you know, my chicken wings, cookie cake, beer, what, whatever it may be, right? I, for you, that that's for you, right? Listen, I am sitting right next to you when it comes to that type of thing. I absolutely love buffalo chicken dip, cookie cake, etc., and I don't, do not believe in living life in a restrictive way. That's not healthy. It's not sustainable. And so that's where the next part of this piece comes in, right? We've talked about the simplicity of the eat real foods, not too much, mostly plants. And we're going to talk about how can we make that sustainable. So I believe what lies here next in this conversation is to share about the 80-20 principle. This was made popular by a lady by the name of Teresa Cutter. She wrote a book and really expanded on this if you're interested. But this 80-20 rule, I believe, is our answer. And the idea here is it's 80% and 20% making up 100%. And this can be applied to several scenarios. But here we're going to apply it to nutrition. So if we eat real foods, not too much, mostly plants, 80% of the time, we're going to see some significant gains through feeding our bodies the proper nutrients that it really, really needs. And the, the gains are going to be, we're going to feel more energized. Our immune system is going to be stronger. We're lowering the risk of heart issues or health, high blood pressure. We're also going to move the needle for when it comes to weight loss. We're also going to feel more full, so we're not going to overindulge. We're also going to be more fueled properly for exercise, all these different things from 80%, right? Flip side of that is the 20%. 20% of the time being we enjoy the foods that we love and that may be less nutrient-dense, but regardless, are that we love, foods that we love. I'm going to eat the buffalo chicken dip. I'm going to eat the cookie cake, etc. I'm a numbers guy, so it helps me to, to kind of break this down into numbers. And so if you think three meals a day, seven days a week, 21 meals a week, 80% would be 17 meals, 20% would be four. Now, you don't have to, to do the numbers and you don't have to get that, that finite with it unless you think it's the most beneficial thing for you. However, I believe adopting this 80-20 principle of you know 80%, I'm going to give my efforts to do into eating real foods, not too much, and mostly plants, and then 20% of the time enjoying the things that I like to eat and to drink. And I believe this is realistic for everybody. I don't think it's unattainable. I think it's very, very realistic. And the most important part is it's not restricting. It's not limiting you. It's feeding your body in a way that it needs to be fed by all, with also enjoying the things that you enjoy. And I think this equals sustainability. Our nutrition is so important. It allows our body to function daily while allowing us to be fueled to do the things that we want to do and need to do. Ultimately, our foods are significant in helping us live a truly healthy life for our entire life. And that's what I want us to be able to think about is I'm not just doing this for today and tomorrow. I'm also doing this for when I'm 60 or 70 or 80 or 90 
and I'm giving my body the best possible chance to live a truly healthy life for as long as I am blessed to be on this earth. And so I want to leave you by, you know, kind of reiterating the two major points of simplicity and sustainability. One is just simplicity is eat real foods, not too much, mostly plants. Two in the sustainability is let it be sustainable and not restrictive by adopting that 80-20 principle. I just truly think this is something that's important. So I hope that you got at least one thing from this episode that you thought was valuable or, or you didn't know, or maybe this is something you want to apply to your own life. And so I hope you take that one thing away, just one. And I want to thank you truly for taking the time to listen to this episode. You could be doing anything at all with your time. And so it means a lot that you would listen to this episode and listen to me just jive on about nutrition today. If you want to keep up with me, feel free to give me a follow on Instagram at deal with it. That's the only real place I'm active and would love for you to subscribe whatever platform you're on. Would love to click that follow or click that ad or subscribe button and keep in touch with the show. Hope you have a great rest of your day and remember, let's keep it simple and sustainable. See y'all.